bring in the guy who's covering our best on best under 20s, the TSM World Juniors reporter, Mark Masters. How's it going, Mark? How's uh, How are things treating you out in Moncton? Yeah, it's great. I'm excited to see a game. You know, it feels like we've been here for a while, and now we finally tonight get to see uh, what this collection of talent could do. There's always some anticipation, especially for that first game for the group. I, I got to get the record straight, first of all. Uh, Julia's not on the show today. She's going to be joining you guys out uh, in the World Juniors. Well, I guess it's not a bubble this year, but out in that part of the that part of the country. So she's not here to ask this question, but we did peruse and she sent me a little snap of, of what was in your notes. You send glorious notes every single day about <laughs> what's going on. And you had a little nugget about Ethan Del Mastro. You asked him, you know, who did you look up to? And he name dropped Liam Ham. Happens to be Julia Tasheri's boyfriend. She wants to know how much Liam paid you to write, uh, write that in, in your notes yesterday. <laughs> no, I just wanted to tell the story as complete as possible. And Ethan Del Mastro said, Liam Hamm, all-around good guy, great personality, wonderful boyfriend if he's uh, to whoever his girlfriend is. And maybe not that last part, but yeah, he was saying Liam <laughs> Hamm was, his, uh, you know, was the captain in Mississauga when he, when he started. And he was the guy yeah. who took him under his wing. And now Ethan Del Mastro is wearing a letter for Canada at the World Juniors. So... Um, it really, he made an impact on, on him. So yeah, Liam deserves the love for, for that. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, good, good, uh, good feedback. <laughs> before we get to, before we continue on with the hockey masters, I just want to let you know, man, like you mm-hmm. are the, you know, the, you're the head of masters nation. You are yeah. the proverbial first class reporter from TSN. You're known for your ability to get upgrades. The man you were speaking with just moments ago, Al's brother, you should know this, and you will be proud of this, Mark. He Uh came back from the cruise, in which he was in some sort of first-class yacht club cabin. He came back from the cruise, upgraded into the pods on the flight home. Oh, yes. How about that? That's important. I was talking about this with some folks, some locals around here uh, last night about how it's all about picking the right upgrade. You don't necessarily want to upgrade on just a random normal flight. You want to really make sure the pods are the key. If you're on a pod flight, you got to do everything in your power to get that upgrade, okay? You want to save your credits if you can, and you want to get an upgrade on that flight. So that's a veteran move, and I'm really happy to, to hear that. I feel even better about this interview. Oh, thank you so much, Mark. It's it really was a fantastic, fantastic first class experience. Uh, we're chatting with Mark Masters, or TSN World Juniors reporter. Uh, juniors kicking off exactly a week from today, and Canada getting their first start uh, pre-tournament game tonight against Switzerland. That'll be on TSN four. You mentioned Ethan Del Mastro uh, getting an an alternate captain on his letter. Shane Wright named the captain yesterday of this team. What was his reaction? to being named captain and how hungry does he sound to you to be able to be the guy again after kind of a tough fall with the Seattle Kraken? Yeah, you know, he was was honored. Uh, I don't think it was a big surprise. He's worn the C pretty much every step of the way with Hockey Canada. Under 17, he was the captain of the under 18 team that won gold at the 2021 world championship there at that age group level and uh so i think you know i i mean, it, it certainly is a jolt of energy to get that you know distinction they announced it at the end of practice I, I thought it was funny his teammates were going speech speech so he actually did give a speech <laughs> uh which he said you know that's not really he's not a speech guy but he still gave a speech and uh you know basically said he thinks this is a special group but yeah i, I think that Right. Uh, you never know, right? You know, it's, it can be tough to come back from the uh, NHL to the junior level. 
but it sounds like Ron Francis really laid out a plan to to write before he went even down to the AHL for that conditioning stint. So this is what we're thinking. So nothing has been a you know a surprise to him through this, uh, and I think he's in the right mindset. And this is a great you know it, it felt like it wasn't going to happen for him. He got cut from that uh, 2021 World Junior Camp uh, in the for the bubble team in Edmonton, then uh, the December tournament gets canceled after two games, and he you know he didn't really make a big impact in those games. Yeah. Just the uh, the one assist, and then he doesn't go to the summer tournament because Seattle said they wanted him focused on the training camp at the NHL, and then, you know, you just don't know. And now here he is. He finally gets his chance uh, to be the guy on the big world junior stage. I think he's he's hungry for this moment for sure. So Masters, obviously, you know, a lot of us do not pay attention to junior hockey uh, on a regular basis until – this very moment, but you know, one guy who does, Gord Miller, who's watched these kids come up, calling some of the uh, some of the other age group tournaments. Uh, Gord Miller is tweeting out in the last few hours that this team, this 2023 national junior team, may be the most explosive Canada has entered in the World Juniors, and I should say, the most explosive Canada has ever entered in the World Juniors was actually the direct quote from his tweet. He's putting it up there with 2005, which, of course, had Sidney Crosby, Patrice Bergeron, Ooh. Ryan Getzlaff, Corey Perry, and 2008, which, of course, had Stamkos, Tavares, Claude Giroux. Where are you on this? Have you seen these kids enough to make such a grand pronouncement, Mark Masters? Well, uh, Gord would know, right? I mean, he's Mr. World Juniors. He's been there for many more than I've even been. Ad, and I've been privileged to, to be at the last 11. Uh, but listen, you look at the on paper, this is this is uh, this is an incredible team. Like it might be. I was talking uh, to Brant Clark, one of the three NHLers on this team, uh, and he said the buzz is this could be one of the best groups Canada's had uh, in a while. So he says that's what I'm hearing. So that's the buzz. That's what they're the players are hearing. Uh, you never know how all the pieces are going to fit. Uh, goaltending is always a question mark, but that's the case for not always, but it is this year. And it really is for a lot of countries. Almost all the countries have question marks in that at this world juniors. Uh, and then you just never know how, what, you know, how everything's going to fit and how the coaching is going to go. But if you just look at the roster, the three NHLers first time that's happened since 2000, uh, eight returnees. I mean, they're cutting returning players at training camp. So at selection camp, which is rare, really rare. Usually if you've got experience, you're on the team the next year. Uh, it's one of the oldest teams, I think only second to that 2005 group. Uh, everything adds up. Like it's the, I think it's the tallest team hockey Canada is telling me. Like the defense is a monster group. Uh, no one shorter than 6'2", except for Olin Zellweger, who might be the best guy on the back end, you know, yeah. defense scoring leader at the summer event. So everything looks like this is going to be an incredibly special team. You got the projected first two picks in the next NHL draft. So you've got the, the older guys, but also like these phenoms. Uh, in the draft, and Connor Bedard, who's already had great World Junior success, and Adam Fantilli, who's off to such a good start down at Michigan. So everything looks like this is a really special team. Well, Connor Bedard is is the guy who I'm kind of circling because last year, obviously, we saw he did in the summer, but even in the winter, it, it was he was the Connor Bedard show early, and it really seemed like he was going to go out and set and break some records. Um, I mean, is is the hype real? Does it look like Connor Bedard now another, I guess, few months older than he was in the summer? Is he gonna? Is it time for him to kind of crank it up a notch and maybe be like the star attraction here at these at this tournament? Yeah, I, I mean, I would certainly think so. Uh, I was talking to Brendan Othman, uh, his linemate here and his linemate in the summer, 
the Rangers prospect just got traded to Peterborough in the OHL. And I said, how's he look in comparison to the summer? And he said, I think he's even more confident. I think he's never been more confident with the puck on his stick. And often said that's, that's such a, such a key for anyone. He said, he learned that lesson at, uh, Rangers training camp, I said, who do you learn it from? He said, Artemi Panarin. Uh, I guess Panarin made an amazing pass during the uh, preseason game. Hoffman was on the bench, turned to him and said, how do you do that? And Panarin said, confidence. And that was it. (laughs) Confidence is important, and and Bedard certainly has it. I guess when you arrive at uh, World Junior Camp on a 27-game point streak, I guess you're you're pretty confident. So, uh, yeah, it, it could very much be the Bedard show. He's on the line with Shane Wright and Hoffman. Uh, that uh, two exceptional status players together uh, seems to be a little bit of everything. Offman's going to be the feisty forechecker. Uh, Wright is a tremendous playmaker, and just the you know amazing 200-foot game is going to. And they put Bedard on the wing, which they think will help him be. You know, he was on the wing in the summer. He plays center, of course, with Regina, but they feel like you know the wing opens him up to to do some damage on breakouts, take a little bit off his plate defensively. Um, so everything, you know, he's already got eight uh, World Junior goals on his resume. Uh, I'm pretty excited to see. I, I don't know what he's going to do in terms of numbers, but this could be a pretty special World Juniors for him. Has he grown at all, by the way, Mark? Like, he's at that age now where kids start to really grow, and I know that he was, quote, undersized, I guess, uh, at the tournament last winter and, and in the summer. Has he grown at all in the last few months here? I don't believe so. I'm just looking at the roster. I think he's still listed as five. Foot ten is that what he's at? Yep, he's listed so, at five ten. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what he was at the summer. Uh, there's only three guys on this team that are sub six: uh, Bedard, Logan Stankoven of Kamloops, uh, and Zellweger. So it's a pretty tall group, but Bedard, who might end up being their leading scorer, so the, the little guys are pretty good. So he's feisty, though, guys. Like he's yeah. that's one of the things that stood out in the summer is like he didn't back down. I was talking to his line mate Tanner Howe out in Regina. He's like this guy. He loves to, to, to chirp. He's telling me that he's had a pretty funny chirp about a guy's bad breath that had Tanner Hell laughing. And he, I remember he, you know, he, he, he was getting into it with the Slovaks and this, no one could get under his skin and he was just not uh, backing down. So he might be just five foot 10, 185 pounds on the roster sheet, but he doesn't play that way, I don't think. Yeah, no doubt about it, Mark. Um, so we know the names at the top of the list, right? You know, Bedard, the presumptive number one pick in the coming draft, and and on down the line from the guys in the NHL. But if you you know in your travels, speaking to the people you speak to, and preparing for this tournament, is there a guy that's going to emerge? A name that maybe not everybody in Canada knows right now, Mark, but but certainly will know by the time the gold medals are handed out at this tournament. Oh, good question. I mean, because everyone is, I feel, for, for me, I'm so close to it. It feels like, uh, it feels like uh, everybody is so well known. I will I'll highlight maybe the fourth line is uh, good to be, in, in the words of assistant coach uh, Brent Kissio, uh, a line Canada could be proud of, and that's going to create energy. Uh, such uh, big bodies on that, on that line. It's uh, Caden Banker of the Camelos Blazers between Reed Schaefer of the Seattle Thunderbirds and Zach Ostopchuk of the Vancouver Giants. Uh, and Giants, they're big guys, big guys on the back. And that could be a, a really fan favorite. I'm not sure how much they're going to score, but they're going to throw their weight around. And mm-hmm. assuming they stay on the right side of the law, that's going to be a really tough team. Colton Dock, who's Kirby's younger brother, 
um, is the 13th forward at least to start this process, and he could always uh, jump in there, the Kelowna Rockets captain. So, I mean, uh, I think that that's, that's a line. And then on the back end, Ethan Del Mastro, who we were talking to off the top, he's going to partner with Zellweger. He's not, uh, he's not going to maybe put up the points, but uh, he, he, can, he can also throw the weight around. He's going to be front and center uh, during this tournament. So those are maybe some unsung heroes for, for Canadian fans to look at uh, at this tournament. In conversation with Mark Masters, our TSN World Juniors reporter, how much is experience going to be a, a big factor on this team? Eight players returning this season, the most that Canada's had since 2007. I think it's a big factor, uh, especially since it's like it's so recent. It's like just months ago. You can, yeah. you know, the, a lot of these guys, eight guys, just ha- just won the gold medal. Uh, Twelve of them are back from the under-18 team that won the gold medal at the Worlds. So they have this is a group that's not just experienced, but has experience winning which I think is important, and it's pretty much all 19-year-olds. We've talked, we, I mean, because of the young guys are so dynamic. you got Bedard, Fantilli, Kevin Korczynski, who is a first-round pick, seventh overall to the Blackhawks, and Shane Wright. Those are your, those are your non-nine, those are your 18- and 17-year-olds. Well, Bedard's the one 17-year-old, and Shane Wright will celebrate his 19th birthday on January 5th, which is the gold medal game. So, um, yeah, it's an old group, and I think that matters. I mean, development happens pretty fast at this age, and all those guys who, who won gold together are a little bit better. Going into this tournament, there's built-in chemistry, um, and I think it's it's just going to serve Canada really well. So, so Mark, obviously tonight the first pre-tournament game, Canada Switzerland. You're going to have in the net for Canada Thomas Millich of Seattle in the WHL getting the start. Of course, he will be backed up by Benjamin Goudreau from Sarnia in the OHL. What you know, goaltending always a wild card in this tournament. We know it's been you know the bane of Canada's existence in some in some low moments. We know it can be a tournament changing factor when it goes well. What are you hearing about these two netminers? Yeah, I mean, there's it's a question mark because uh, Benjamin Gaudreau was the guy for them between the pipes, the best goalie at the under eighteen level at that tournament, uh, and Milic was there as the backup, and they both played really well. Uh, but, you know, Goudreau is the guy, and now he has off to a tough start in Sarnia, and the Sting have had a lot of injuries. Uh, like four of their six defensemen were out for a while, and it's just been a, a bit of a rough go for them. Uh, and Goudreau's save percentage is like in the 860s. So, I mean, it's been a tough year. Milic gets the start tonight, and it seems, it just feels like he's maybe got his nose out in front in this competition. He's got the better numbers this season, 914 save percentage, but he's been kind of splitting starts in Seattle. He's rounding into form of late. And I, when I talk, there's a lot of Thunderbirds on this team. There's four Seattle Thunderbirds on this team. Uh, and when I talk to his teammates, they are just raving about the fact that he elevated in the pressure games last year in the playoffs. He helped uh, Seattle get to the WHL Championship Series. They lost to the Edmonton Oil Kings. But um, the guys were saying, you know, he was so good in the elimination games. And then I was crunching the numbers. He was a 925 save percentage in the playoffs, 949 in the six games when Seattle was facing elimination. And they came back... Wow from 3-1 down against Kamloops and 3-2 down in the next round So against Portland. So, I mean, he, he, he was great when the, when the chips were down. So they, they have faith that he can be a pressure guy. They know Godreau can do it in a gold medal game. So they're counting on that, and they just need one guy to run with it. They'll let this competition play out. They got the this game. Godreau will start Wednesday against Slovakia, and they're just hoping one of the guys will be. And they don't have to steal a game probably with the talent we've talked about. They just need someone who can – can be that kind of steadying guy. So we'll see if Milic can, can take advantage of the first opportunity today and, and Godreau will get his chance Wednesday. Any uh, plans to do some Christmas caroling over the next uh, couple of weeks? 
Uh, no, no, that was so much fun. Come on, come on, yeah. Masters. I loved it, no. honestly. I thought it was awesome. You have any any fun bits you're gonna do with the kids? I mean, you got two weeks. You're gonna be out there in Halifax. What do you? You gotta do something. No, straight edge. Uh, the you know straighter approach this time around, but uh, we're gonna have fun uh, because again, the talent is so good. A lot, you know, I, a lot of these guys, not just the teammates at the under eighteen and uh, and and also uh, in the summer, but uh, you know, guys like uh, Shane Wright and Brendan Offman awesome. and Brant Clark, they were they, they were teammates in the Don Mills Flyers, like yeah. uh, in the GTHL. They won a championship together at the OHL Cup, and now they're back together. So a lot of them go way, way back. You know, Schaefer's talking about spring hockey with uh, with Hostopchuk in, in the Alberta area. So, I mean, like, I think there's going to be a lot. I think the chemistry is, 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 we always, you know, they always talk about chemistry. I think it is a legit thing. So I expect there to be a lot of, smile with a lot of people uh having having fun I, I i liked the fact the first practice or whatever i guess uh you know uh fantillion and bedard who are of course draft rivals uh were laughing and saying when they bumped into each other oh, oh i guess you're out to get me and so they were making light of the fact that people are trying to make this a big you know adam and connor thing so uh i just think there's everyone's in the right mindset there'll be chi- time to have fun and i'll let it happen organically i'm not going to force anything with these guys this year we'll see where it goes though all right, buddy. I'm sure you'll pull the best out of him, as you always do. Just a top-class reporter, the leader of Masters Nation. 